welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 239. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and Impact Wrestling? What? That's crazy. And we got some questions and some news and some other nonsense in between there. But before we get to all that, my name is John. And joining me as she does every time we talk about the wrestles is the Ethan Page to my Josh Alexander, Marianne. I was hoping you would have me be Ethan Page. I feel like I'm definitely a bigger piece of shit than you are. <laughs> I mean, the more I think about it, the more right I know I am. So, <laughs> My God. Marianne, how are you? I'm good. Um, this week has been super boring. Uh, my brother came to visit again with his dog. Nice. Um, his shitty fat dog. Oh. Um, she's not shitty. She is chubby, though. I can't decide. Everyone's like, oh, she's just muscular. And I'm like, mm, she's pretty squish. Mm. But she's a healer and she lives in Berkeley. So she doesn't have a lot of places to run around. But my brother has her at like a doggy daycare and stuff. Nice. Yeah. I remember talking shit about my brother and having him wearing socks with sandals. Yes. Um, he came over a couple days ago and he was like, Marianne, look at my Chaco's tan. And I went, I'm going back inside. He was like bragging about his fucking Chaco sandal tan. That's pretty. That's, that's yeah. something else. It was fucking gross. Oh, boy. So gross. My question to you is uh, Ian's birthday is coming up on the 30th, which I believe is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Ian being my most favoritist brother ever. Yes. Um, I was going to, because he lives in Colorado and they did not have a Jack in the Box in Colorado Springs, and he's pretty sure the closest Jack in the Box that he's at now, he lives in Commerce City, mm-hmm. is like farther away also i was going to have i was going to DoorDash jack in the box to his house on his birthday i feel like that's a good idea but also isn't it suit that sounds like super far it's gonna be super cold when it gets to him depending on where the jack in the box is yeah true yeah i'll have to i'll have to look and see if they would even because he said he hasn't even been to the jack in the box yet mm. and we, i always go have you been to jack in the box yet because i'll call him when i'm in the drive-thru at jack in the box <laughs> but my mom has gotten him so many presents. She got him like a shit ton of shirts and like some other things. And then my nephew and my mom both went on my brother's Steam account and bought him a game that was on his wish list, but he won't get it until midnight on his birthday. Oh, wow. Which I think was a really cool gift. My nephew's very good at giving gifts. So, All right. but yeah, there's nothing been going on at our house. Just me and my fucking old folks and the dog and oh john i'm bored (laughs) john i want to move out so bad like nothing is like but everything is so expensive here and i feel like the only option i have so like get this shit my brother moved out of my dad's house and he moved into his friend harold's house who until this morning i thought Harold lived at his parents' house and his parents lived somewhere else. Well, I was I was of the impression that Harold lived uh, somewhere on the rocks. That is a reference for me and maybe three other people. You're the worst. Um, So my brother moved in with his friend Harold, who I thought lived at a house that his parents owned. And so it's just my brother and Harold living there. But no, this morning I found out it's Harold's house. Harold bought it and it's big. Good for Harold. 
Apparently he's like fucking loaded and he's like 25. Nice. I guess like he went to the university, he got a scholarship because he's a uh, Native American, I guess. And he went to the University of Colorado and then he got a job where he's in such high demand that they have to fly him all over the place. And so he's like fucking loaded. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. And so it's just my brother and Harold and my brother called the other day and we were on like a video call and he showed us around the house. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck is this shit? I'm moving in. Are you kidding me? And Harold's like building onto the house and they have like a big backyard and everything. Nice. I was like, what the actual fuck? Why are there's no why? I couldn't understand it because I have so much shit in my room and so much decorations on the wall that I could not understand why Ian and Harold have nothing on their walls. Yeah, we used to have nothing on our walls and now we're we feel pretty good about all the art we put have yeah because you have you had a shit ton of art going in there we still but, have art that we haven't put up that's framed oh good god you did put up the one thing that i got you though yes uh thank god because i would have complained if you didn't <clears throat> loudly but my brother also my brother's room is pink oh nice it's pink and then there's like some spots on the walls where the person the people that owned the house before had painted like big like childish cartoon hearts yeah but he chose that room because it was bigger than the one that was painted blue. <laughs> and I was like, fair, fair. But also your room is pink and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so That's great. I miss my family, John. I miss Disneyland. I miss just everything sucks. And you yeah. have Lauren and I have these two fucking geriatric, like, wow. old fucking people. Wow. Here. Those are, those are and then even older people units. that live in the house behind me. And my grandpa just turned 90. Woo. Yeah, I made a joke that because he asked for lottery tickets for his birthday. Shocker, because that's what he always asks for, even when it's not his birthday. Uh-huh. And I said, if we get you 90 lottery tickets and you don't win anything like significant on any of them, you have to die now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. He thought it was hilarious. Well, that's um, good, I guess. Well, because he's the one that I, I, I know I've told you this, but every story he tells, he loves telling stories about like when he was growing up and somebody dies at the end of all of them. Oh, wow. And he tells them like it's a happy story. And I'm like, but they died. Yeah. But you were a child and your grandpa died in the room when you were sitting next to him. Why are you smiling? <laughs> like, it's just, dude, Strange. the 30s was fucked up, man. Sounds like it was. But yeah, how have, how have you been, though? I've been good. Um, I um, got my streaming setup completely ready to go. I'm still. So you got making... the, was it your webcam and your camera that I... like wasn't compatible or? Um, my webcam's no, my webcam's fine. Um, I was having some trouble with the microphone, but I figured it out. I'm using my old um, podcasting setup that I used to use back in. Well, basically, used to use until I got. Um, we opened up Pincroft Loft, so basically mm. until December of last year. So I'm using that, and that seems to be working pretty well. I'm having now. I'm thinking I don't have enough room on the desk, so I just ordered um, a little arm that will well, not a little arm. It's a big arm that'll hold both both my monitors, so I can clear up some desk space. So, oh yeah, I need to get bigger desk space, but the desk I have is like really small. And, but the problem is, is that like, I don't have enough room to get a bigger desk. Yeah. So it's like, God, I wish I had a vanity, but instead it's like a dresser with a mirror. It doesn't have like a vanity thing. Cause I was like, that would make everything so much easier, but this desk is really small and I can't fit shit on it. Mm. So it's like, it's a pain in the ass. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. But then again, you have like multiple monitors, don't you? I have three. Yeah. Good God. 
I'm pretty sure my brother has three monitors. I've never even worked with two monitors before. I kinda, I've seen people have them, but I'm scared to sit down behind one. Yeah, I kind of want to replace my gaming monitor, but um, I haven't gotten that that far yet. The one I have is fine. I just, you know, want something different always, I guess. I want to, is it, do you have a desktop computer or is it set up to your laptop? No, I have a desktop computer. Okay. Yeah. Cause so does my brother. But the thing is like my screen, when I work from home, my screen on my laptop is like really small. Yeah. And so I have to remote into my other computer, but we have two extra monitors that I could use, but they have to do cords that don't, aren't compatible with my laptop. Otherwise I'd be like, hell yeah, I have an extra really? monitor that makes it so much easier. Yeah. For some, my stepdad looked it up, but he was like, you don't have a port on your laptop that would work for this monitor. All right. Well, we'll do some IT on your your uh, computer. Yeah, for everybody's like stuck listening to this bullshit. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, figure that out later because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you should be able to hook up a external monitor to your laptop. If See, I can I do feel it. Like I'm stranded on an island where the technology is bullshit. If I can do it on my 2000 and oh boy, is this 14? I can't remember how old this laptop is. If I can hook up a monitor to that, then we can figure something out for your. You have to figure out a port of some sort. Yeah. Well, because my computer is brand new. Yeah, we'll figure it. We'll, so we'll see. We'll figure it out. So, um, what else? Oh, I went to Wendy's for the first time today in a very long time. I was very excited. My brother has been door dashing Wendy's a lot, and my Spicy mom says that's weird nugget. because they have well, they also have square patties, and my mom thinks that's weird. No, you know what? I used to think it's weird too, and I will. I'll say this on on. On our podcast, uh, I think Wendy's is severely underrated, and they agreed. Should, they should be up. They should be in the same talks as In and Out, straight up. Really, straight up. That is a brave, brave opinion, John. Straight up, burger, question, burger quality wise, I believe. Okay, okay. My my biggest question to you, and this is what uh, all the listeners need to know, but especially me: Have you gotten the grilled cheese burrito yet? No, I was going to actually do that today, but we decided to go to Wendy's instead. I need to get this thing. It is. I got a. Okay, so obviously I had tweeted that I had texted about like six different people about this fucking burrito mm-hmm. after Nick told us about it. Nick, yes. we love you. Um, so it is the fucking most amazing thing. It's like when you bite into it, it's like you kind of also get the smell of like you're eating a grilled cheese sandwich, but really it's just grilled cheese on top of a burrito. Uh And it is like the, like the greatest thing they've had on like nacho fries were fucking amazing. I miss the Enchirito mostly because of the Kung Pao reference in Chirito, Nacho Burrito. Yes. Um, and product placement Taco Bell. But uh, <laughs> but this thing is so good. And I actually got a text from Ron of uh, uh, Wow Presents fame who said, you were the one that was talking about the grilled cheese burrito, right? And I was like, yes. And he was like, it's the greatest thing I've ever eaten. It's bringing people together, John. My God. People finding out that they also like that burrito. They're like, it's so good. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> It's pretty amazing. It's got the crunchy Fritos in it. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. You got to have that and then let me know. I will. The listeners now have to be, whether they are actually or not, curious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would. Yeah. It's it's quite good. All right. Let's get to some news items and they both suck. (laughs) Are the two news items that I put on? Yeah. Okay, great. (laughs) <laughs> uh so um drake drake uh how do you say his Wirtz. stupid last name Wirtz the Wirtz or drake younger drake More younger uh he that. he apparently thinks planned parenthood is uh harvesting fetuses 
and uh, has generally just publicly announced that he is religiously insane. Um, that is your quote that I am reading, by the way. He, yes, it is my quote. Uh, a couple other things is he went off on people kneeling during the national anthem. And he's like, you don't kneel before anyone but God. Blah, 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 blah. And my friend George has known uh, Drake for 15 years. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point where Drake is just so vocally, like, religiously bigoted about this whole thing that it's honestly ruined their friendship. Wow. And he's not the only person that's severely troubled about this. Apparently, Drake Younger's wife is just a Bible-thumping, like, crazy person. Wow. Which, the, like, the good thing about that is she got him the help that he needed. But at the same time, you know what's more dangerous than a regular Christian is a born-again Christian. <laughs> very true and i've heard priests say that my god <laughs> it's confirmed most dangerous kind is a born-again christian but yeah that's just really disappointing and he did a whole feed i think it's on his instagram where he's like severely convinced that planned parenthood is kidnapping babies and like harvesting fetuses and stuff like that and i want to be like stem cell research is uh kind of groundbreakingly amazing so what is wrong with you Man. also do you think the earth is flat do you think that dinosaurs and humans lived on earth at the same time maybe what if the he two might. of them what if him and aj styles were like combined into one person how fucking insufferable would that be my god it'd be very insufferable it'd be terrible but speaking of people who are not terrible and might be the best people ever nick gage hurt himself yeah gcw show today i believe right yes apparently it looks like it's a broken ankle Ugh. which fucking blows yes. which means that my uh cameo is going to take a little bit longer but that doesn't even fucking matter because the fact that i'm even getting one is amazing <laughs> um go support nick gage you guys because hospital bills and stuff like that are not cheap and especially for somebody who like i'm sure most of his income and whatnot comes from things like that. So yeah, check out go his get cameo. yourself a murder, a murder death kill shirt or a nerder death kill shirt. Yes. Or, or get a cameo from him <laughs> or get a cameo from him. He is the most hyped up motherfucker. I yeah. want to, I want to make a video and be like, you will get through this. You flatlined at a, at a tournament of death eight show. You literally died at a wrestling show. Yeah. <laughs> and you got over that shit. You like, uh, God bless Nick Gage. Somebody, somebody add like took that that open challenge by Cody Rhodes and put a picture of Nick Gage on the side. I mean, it should be fucking Nick Gage for sure. That'd be so goddamn funny. Holy shit! But we'll get we'll get to that in a, in a little bit here. We'll get but... to that. But both of those things are not good news. But like we always say every week, go support those independent wrestlers who yes. need the money and stuff like that, and especially Nick Gage because he is so passionate and loving. And to his fans, and he's just a great person. Yeah, absolutely. Crimes aside. Crimes aside, yes. <laughs> we all make mistakes of varying degrees. Yeah. But yes, we watched Impact this week. I yeah. can't believe myself. Well, I I think I'm proud of both of us because we both watched it live. Some, yes, we did. Somehow. And I didn't take notes in a traditional format. I just loudly complained about everything in a group chat with Jaron and John. So we watched Impact <laughs> Wrestling. This was the episode after Slammiversary. Uh, if you don't know how to watch Impact, just go to twitch.tv slash Impact Wrestling. It's live on Tuesdays at 5, I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. 
California times. Make sure you know where that mute button is on your laptop because there's a lot of segments that you just. Ooh, so when yeah, when we watch when you watch on Twitch, yes, it is free, but you get these uh, in between segments with um, Melissa Santos with Melissa Santos, which are uh, there's something confirmed <laughs> catty bitch. There's um, there's something there there's something ridiculous. They're completely and utterly who wants to see this. I may I had um, to make sure I to, I told Marianne I'm like this is just for Twitch. This is not part of their actual show. But I still judged it harshly regardless. That's fine. Um, Uh, (laughs) I went into it with a negative mindset, to be fair. Well, not necessarily a negative mindset. I was not going in um, about to take what I was seeing seriously. (laughs) Right. So, So, uh, But then again, it's wrestling. So, um, I mean, we opened Impact with a rematch between Willie Mack and Chris Bay. And I'll say this was, overall, the show was kind of meh. But... I'm not going to give up just yet because it, it might have been kind of mad because I don't know what the fuck's going on with half the storylines because I'm jumping in in the middle of nobody everything. knows how to talk in promos. Uh, <laughs> I think I think John and I both just completely emotionally gave up the second TJP showed up. We went, well, this was fun. while I, it <laughs> I think I actually said, what, where's my note when I saw TJP? I just put, well, TJP is here, apparently. That's my only note. No, um, I will get to what you actually said in the group chat because I'm like, I was using that as my... <laughs> but yeah, TJ also under fire right now because he said something stupid on Twitter again. Yeah, I mean, that should just be his his shirt stu- saying stupid shit on Twitter. And the, the thing is, is if you if you tell him, you know that you said stupid shit, right? He's not going to deny it. I mean, and that's what's almost infuriating that might be about worse. him. And I know him. <laughs> yeah, it's worse because you talk to him and he is just so set in his ways. But he's also, he's so confident about what he says that you almost leave a situation doubting your opinion going into it. <laughs> so mm. it's like, it's bad. It's bad. He would make a fantastic cult leader. Oh, Dark Order. No, that's, yeah. Huh. Anyway, um... I, the Willie Mac Chris Bay match uh, it ended we very. We like both those people. We, we do. We love both those people. Yeah, it it's ended, Willie Mac ended very abruptly. I was like, "What just happened? This is over already." It's very weird. Um, it, again, we're going into this completely out of context. Yeah, I mean, it, but also, I mean, when a match ends like that, I'm like, "Huh, this is supposed to be the rematch for the match that I heard a lot of great things about," and it was like, "This ain't it." Woof. Um, good brothers coming out next. They cut a promo, which I, I mean, if anybody can talk, it's these two guys. And we got Ace uh, Ace Austin <laughs> comes out and interrupts them, and the good brothers just beat them up, and you know, it's a whole thing. Heath is here. He's just Heath now, apparently. Confirmed Ethan Page fucking loves him. Heath? Yes. He okay. was raving about how nice he is in real life. That's great. And how like how like nice and positive and just like welcoming and great he is. He's like, I cannot say enough nice things about him. Yeah. Which one it's Ethan page. He's Canadian. So they don't really have a lot of bad things to genuinely say about anything. They can pretend. Yeah. But, um, um, that is such a stereotype. There's lots of shitty Canadians like that guy that killed a bunch of people and fed them to pigs. Oh um, yeah. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Um, so I mean, he <laughs> shows up and he's not on the list to get in. And I kind of, of course he is. Remember when he, wasn't drafted (laughs) yeah i kind of hate this honestly so it's just like 
we're you know he's trying to start over fresh but it's like oh he can't get into the building haha it's like what are we doing i mean you're not that like come on i've also i said to uh twitter dan friend dan i said i think heath could have a really nice christian cage-esque run in tna like when that that would be great that would be great i because he can he can wrestle yeah and he's just a really positive and i've always wanted the best for him yeah like all the time because i've heard such amazing things about him so it's like from people from like fans that have met him yeah so it's better just like he is such a nice genuine person and his his wife is so nice and all these things and it's like it's just it's just nice to to hear when somebody turns out to just be fantastic. Yeah. So that um, makes me a fan of them. And I, I, I'm just beating a dead horse by saying that because everybody knows I always say that. We had a um, a women's tag team match between uh, Kiera Hogan and uh, Tasha Steeles with a Z. And they were taking on Havoc <laughs> and uh, what is it? Nevia? Nevia? Nevia. It's Nevia. Um, I thought this match was fine. Uh, it also had a weird finish where I, I now I'm not quite sure who the heels were supposed to be in the match. Um, I did. I thought all four did a fantastic job. Um, I, it's good to see Havoc again. I haven't seen Jessica Havoc wrestle in freaking forever. Um, and I've never seen. I'm pretty sure I've never seen Kiera Hogan, and I was excited to see her wrestle. But because you met her, haven't you? Yeah, I briefly met her at a um at the at the dark light. Um, she is gorgeous. That outfit just fucking toots all around. Toot. Love that bitch. We're gonna so let's go. Let's like before talking about this this match like fully. I feel like we're just gonna skip the in between shitbag segments because that Chris oh, Bay God. one that was right before that. What is the awkwardness that is going on with all of these? Nobody knows how to be on camera. Like they don't even have to say anything, and it's bad. Yeah, it was really not great. He like poured him a glass of champagne, but it was like all fucking foam. Yeah. I was like, how are you a champion and pouring shitty glasses of champagne? Like there was like a centimeter of booze in there. It was just, oh, I want the best for people. But sometimes it's like, wow. Yeah. So I'm looking at my notes here and we have, so we had what? Um, We had the women's tag match. Then we had segment, segment, segment city, not even a match between Hernandez and Rhino segment, 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 segment another segment a segment after that and then a match so we had i'd say at least woof that's a lot i mean in between there we at least got that brian myers is coming to t or to impact which is cool another very funny person we also got diana perrazzo uh have doing an interview and looking like the terminator <laughs> dude and what was that was ken shamrock right yeah ken shamrock telling he sammy Callahan to shut up with the body of Arnold Schwarzenegger and the head of Roy Orbison. Like those two <laughs> things did not go together. It was, it was ridiculous, but there was just, I, this, these notes are just going to be all over the place because I can't even tell what happened, but yeah. So, I mean, Oh my God, we had a couple of so many notes in, in this group chat that are just, what the fuck was that? There were so many Priyanka moments in here. That was a joke for just John. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's every priyanka reaction <laughs> what the fuck 
Priyanka. They if you freak- guys watch Canada's Drag Race, it's very funny. It's great. Uh, I love Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> you can't, you're not allowed to say anything bad about Priyanka. I'll punch you in the face. No, Priyanka's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the middle here, we had Eddie Edwards coming out with the be- with the uh, the Impact Championship, and he, you know, basically gives his uh, the you know insert a champion speech here. Uh, Eric Young comes out. And I guess that's where we're going for our first uh, Eric Young versus Eddie Edwards is going to be our our uh, our match that they're going to have at some point. Um, and I also love that. How weird is it that both Impact and AEW are both uh, running gimmicks where people ha- have declared themselves champions? Because the TNA heavyweight Who champion Moose T, uh, Moose did it first. Makes sense. I mean, technically, the FTW championship has been around since the, the 90s. But if we're talking about, like, current, and I mean, obviously, there have been Fox champions before, but whatever. Um, what else? Oh, Eddie Edwards, Trey Miguel. That's going to be cool. I'm down with that. He's a great wrestler, Trey Miguel. Uh, yeah, and we had, like, Moose versus uh, Falaba who I, I feel like I've seen wrestle a couple times, and apparently TJP's just, like, his friend that hangs out with him. I don't... I we're, both, no, we're both semi-Asian. I have no we're idea. We're both semi-Pacific Islander. What a fucking dork. But... I, yeah, yeah. I, I have no... And it, I my note after I go, well, TJP is here, apparently, is the insane thing about watching this on Twitch is when you can see when viewers join or leave the channel. That, what was, ha- that was my only oh, note. <laughs> shade. That is... That, that shade um absolutely. it dropped 20 viewers when moose came on the screen holy shit yeah wow can we talk about that one segment with fucking um rob van dam yes how did you fucking know rob van dam and his lady person who they are dropping pouring out her only fans website they're basically. they're dropping the um the cancel culture gimmick because firstly it was fucking stupid and secondly um Joey Ryan was involved in it, so they, you know, just scrapped that shit for sure. Yeah. So yeah, and then she's like, Joey "I'll Ryan, go to my website." Dangerous born again Christian. Lord. I know. I got a website where I'm just naked, and I'm like, "Bitch, what makes you think you're even that pretty to begin with?" But then again, men Damn. sometimes have low standards. Damn. Uh, yeah, that was that was just such a weird ass segment. A lot of weird yeah. fucking segments here. She was wearing like. Like it was, it was just not cute. Uh, Jaron did have a great comment where he said, "I'm gonna start an OnlyFans, but it's just clips of me getting fucked on Call of Duty." <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of them. There are a lot. I of know. Them. Um, but yeah, fuck it. That was you, John. Your comment, well, was right after TJ came out. Was well, it was fun watching Impact while we did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, EC3 comes out after the match. He's apparently taking issue with Moose. Uh, and then hashtag he doesn't even work here. Yeah, okay. Can we just stop with that gimmick? Um, um, we had the good I'm brothers. I'm all about mustached EC3, but then again, EC3 is like, for all the people in Impact that cannot fucking talk, Yeah. EC3 is so good at talking, he's like two people. Yeah. So it may it doesn't make up for it at all because there's so many people that can't talk, but he's very good. And he's not even signed with them, but I love EC3 so much. We all know this. Yeah. But you know who I love even more? Who? Go into it, John. So um <laughs> Good Brothers are outside once again. Um Ace Austin 
appears in I don't know. He's saying stuff, and then uh, from behind, the Good Confirmed Brothers, baby Ace Austin. Yes, the Good Brothers are attacked by uh, Reno Scum. No, you're supposed to say my two dads. Uh, well, they're your two dads, not my two they're dads. They're my two dads, and so now it's uh, Good Brothers versus Scum Dads. Yes, and that's going to be happening next week. So, I mean, we have reasons to tune in this coming week. Um, and then we had the weirdest fucking segment of all. And like I said, we have no idea what's going on. We, we are blind going into this. But we did have. I feel like even if we knew the context, they would still be ridiculous. We had Rosemary and this guy and a dog, and I, oh, I, I hated this. I feel like it, oh. it. I know that that is Taya's manager. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Taya can actually talk, but she's only as good as the people she's in a scene with. And he has a fake dog that he carries around with and treats like a real dog. That's all I know. That's actually. Funny. Who was the Japanese wrestler that had a dog, a dog like an invisible dog? Um, it was um, Milano. Milano. <laughs> Milano Collection AT, I believe. <laughs> Who fucking so evil fucking beat the shit out of and fuck evil. He sucks. He's a piece of shit. Uh, John Shootower about NW, or excuse me. And <laughs> oh, I boy. Don't know. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Moving on. <laughs> um, so it's Rosemary and this guy and a dog. They're in, I guess they've rented an Airbnb. And I, what I am assuming is Rosemary has a crush on this dude. Uh, Taya shows Rosemary up. Rosemary is confirmed gross. <laughs> um, Taya shows up. And then Rosemary's like, well, I'm a magician now. And she starts, or I'm I'm a I'm a warlock, and she starts summoning random ass wrestlers. Uh, Kylie Ray's there. Uh, I believe Crazy Steve shows up. Um, a bunch of people. She just starts summoning eight million people, and and now it's Wrestle House. And I don't know what the fuck Wrestle House is, but I <laughs> in your yeah, house house in your house house. I think Wrestle House <laughs> is supposed to be like real world, but it's not because it's a very produced segment so i don't fucking... it was ridiculous it reminded me a lot of when matt hardy was like blipping in and out yes in different places in the arena yes but matt hardy did it right because it's matt hardy absolutely 100 percent uh main event was the motor city machine guns taking on the north for the impact world tag team championship uh this match was great i will say remember when well, you don't, but I will just say this for me. Uh, remember when they changed Motor City Machine Guns music from the banger entrance theme they had to this one? Ugh. Their their original theme was so much better than than this one, and then they were like, let's change it for whatever reason, and it was bad. I wonder whose decision that was. I have no idea. Uh, but all four of these guys... I need to say both of them are quite hot. Motors, Motor City Machine yeah. Guns. Oof. Yeah, they're quite hot. I love Alex Shelley. Might just be his bod and his hair because I always make fun of him for his close together eyes. Jesus. But I do love Alex Shelley a lot. <laughs> all right. Um, I will say all the Page, uh, Ethan Page and Alex Shelley stuff at the beginning was great. Um, yeah, this was a really fun match. I highly suggest going to check it out. Um, it basically ends... It ends in a roll-up, right? Yeah, it ends with a roll-up. Uh, we have new tag team champions for the first time in over a year. Very exciting. Um, so the North no longer tag team champions. Motor City Machine Guns back on top in Impact. And I believe they won these titles 10 
years and 10 days after they first won the titles. Wow. Which is crazy. Um, and we end the show with Jimmy Jacobs leaving the arena and Heath putting his foot in the door figuratively and literally. And I was going to say, wait, which one? <laughs> and then walking, walking into the impact zone. So that's. You should have snuck in like Dean Ambrose style. Through the ceiling? Yeah. Or through fun. the door, the back door, <laughs> which is how he got out of that room. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, oh boy. overall impact was fine. I, we're going to watch it again next week, and then we'll, we'll just see how we feel going forward. It's something new. It's something different. So there you and go. And you will be getting brutal honesty out of me. Yeah. All right. Impact, or not impact. We just reviewed impact is over. It's time for AEW Dynamite. And Marianne, the first hour of Dynamite was fucking awesome. <laughs> it really, 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 really fucking was we start the show oh with, with Cody's open challenge, and uh, in the middle of uh, saying stuff, we hear a quite familiar voice, and out comes from the entrance ramp one Eddie fucking Kingston. Uh, I, man. I love being right, you guys. Man. Um, I can't even begin to emphasize how top tier Eddie is on the mic. Oh, yeah. Like, it's- I would just give up. Like, if he came out to, like, read me before I started crying, I'd just be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I can't handle this. Like, it's those sculpted brows, those baby blues. No, thank you. I can't handle it. Buffalo Wild Wings gear. Yeah. A little Although different Buffalo Wild Wings. Is... A little different. Different, Isn't it Kawada? Yeah, it's Kawada. Yeah, it's Kawada. But still, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, <laughs> but I love Eddie Kingston. So many people are really, really, really fucking stoked to see him there. Because he's been in the business for, what, like 18 years? Yeah, at least. Yeah, and I mean, his promo that he cut on Cody, it was, oh my goodness, it was amazing. Well, every promo he cuts is fire. I know, but it's this one. Dragon Dragon. Yeah, this one, <laughs> this one was amazing. I, I think Eddie really just knocked it out of the park here, it, even if it wasn't a losing effort, but my goodness. Like, he Eddie is like Moxley in the way that he spits from the heart. Like, the less scripting structure he has, the better he'll be. Like some people on the on the roster don't even need scripting. They're just like genuine gold, like yeah. best friends. But that's one of the things I really love about AEW is that it's stacked with promo guys. And oh, I yeah. think that really gives them an edge in terms of gathering new fans because one of the biggest things I've noticed that turns people off to wrestling is people that don't know how to talk on TV. I mean, like it's one yeah. thing to be deliberately bad. It's a whole nother story if you're trying to be taken seriously and you end up like wizzoing your way into the <laughs> ground every time. I mean, if you just oh, look, hey, Mark. if you just look top to <laughs> bottom, like I'll just scroll down my notes. We had Kingston cutting a promo, and then after that, we had M- uh, Moxley cutting a promo. Then we had MJF cutting a promo. Then we had the Britt Baker segment where she cuts a promo. We had Taz cutting another promo. We had Jericho cutting a promo. And then we ended the hour with the Butcher and the Blade versus the Young Bucks. And then after Just that, we got an, and then after that, we got another great segment, which we'll get to with Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts. Just fucking stacked. It, it's like, so stacked. They brought the fire this week. And you know what the best part about it was? And I've we've been talking about this on on THS Wrestling, is they didn't take any shots at wwe during this first hour at all they, they just they just fucking delivered like well, it, they never which, really need to no they if they it's, keep doing shit like this they'll never need to the thing the thing i really like about AEW is they'll sign guys on and they will look at them and go 
this is their strengths, this is their weaknesses. So it's like if somebody that isn't very fantastic is talking, they'll stick them with a manager. Yeah. Instead of letting them flounder on their own. But what like what I really like about AEW is it's not it's like hardly it's ex- like way way loosely scripted. Yeah. Like there's you can tell that best friends are not even scripted. Right. You can't script Trent. It's like <laughs> It's like not possible. Like you can't come up with the shit that he says. He's just so ridiculous, but it's, I don't know. It's just, that's why I like it so much is because it's so much of them being genuinely like themselves and letting and putting trust in a character that a wrestler's created instead of trying to force personality traits and stuff onto them. Yeah. And I'm being such a mark right now Eh. because I'm looking so far into wrestling, but I'm looking from it from an artistic standpoint, like a business and artistic standpoint. And it's something that I really appreciate that they do. And I think, I think it's, they're a lot more respectful towards their talent. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Trusting, trusting of what it's like, you're a professional, you know what you're doing. Give me your ideas. We'll work together on this instead of trying to monopolize the fuck out of it. And this is shade at the WWE. (laughs) (laughs) It always is, but yeah fuck yes um my biggest thing is like john you're a fucking liar if you do not find yourself drowning in eddie kingston's baby blue eyes every time you see him my god um i for one cannot get over his eyebrows they're yes. that's tv ready his, tv ready eyebrows. that's their natural shape i mean get the fuck out that is so unfair he has <laughs> perfect eyebrows it's ridiculous like those eyes those eyebrows what the fuck I would just give up. I'd be like, I'm done. Boy Smith spot, like spits fire. Like what the actual fuck? He's incredible. Um, so he came out and I love the little promo he cut where he just kept telling Arnie is going to kill him basically. Um, and then he, he mentions that Tony Khan said it's a no DQ match, but only if Cody accepts Cody expects or accepts it. And he gets fucked up. Kingston is just <laughs> fucking his shit up. It was this match was so great. Did we expect anything less? Honestly, no. Let's be real. Um, this was an all caps match. I'm looking at our notes. Most of it is in all caps. Yeah, like the feeling was all caps. The notes were all caps. Just everything. It was just Eddie. Like they did a shot where uh, they messed up a Canadian destroyer, which just reminds you that they're dangerous as fuck. Oh yeah, they yeah they messed that up, but they recovered all right. I feel. Well, I, wasn't it supposed to be on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. God, that's the magic of wrestling. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know, but that's where he like fucked up his knee, and then like they played off for the rest of the match. But that reminds you that move is goddamn dangerous. Yeah, and I mean Kingston was selling the knee pretty much the entire rest of the really well, which yeah. was great. So yeah, I assume that was all a work to get to the reason why he was selling his knee which was great uh eddie was hitting cody with these cross faces and holy mother of fuck that <laughs> he was just lighting him up this entire match and cody was giving it back to him no doubt but then the thumbtacks came out <laughs> yeah everybody was imagine booing eddie kingston in this match My God. because that's what people were doing and uh i'm not about that <laughs> No, absolutely not. Um, this this match ends via submission. Uh, it was a great match. It, it it was so great that it had, I believe, just Eddie Kingston trending by himself without the hashtag at first. 
Yes. Um, and Excalibur has known him forever, so obviously he couldn't say anything but like nice things. Yeah, and I mean, everyone was putting him over. I really hope that Eddie signs with AEW. I think that would be great. Um, I think he deserves it. I think it would just be another asset for, for AEW. Um, I just want to see him like cut a promo against Taz. Oh, my God. <laughs> they they so might not be able to air it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean Eddie Kingston, the the fucking king, last of a dying breed, just for ki- sure. I it. was just geeking out on this because it was just reminding me of like the old indie days back, like CZW, where they'd hang out under a bridge. Yeah, like around a trash can with fire in it, and I was just like, I would pay money to see the Moxley Kingston reunion. Well, I mean, speaking of Moxley, he was up. He was up yes. next. He had some things to say. As um, he the more, does. yeah, the more coked out he behaves, that's the more worried you should be as an opponent. My God, my God. Am I am I wrong? No, you're the not. more the more he like the more he like hits or hits or touches his face and like paces back and forth. Like he is more unhinged that way. But he did kick the absolute fucking shit out of Brian Cage last week. Yes, so, he did. Which was refreshing. Yes. Um, up next, we had MJF versus Griff Garrison, a.k.a. Jungle Man, as MJF called him. Um, this was more of just a a way to, to get MJF uh, some more heat. It was great. He beat the shit out of him. Then we came back from the commercial break, and MJF was still beating him up, and he, he says, I think I really lost my temper there. Sorry. It was very funny. Yeah, Griff um, Garrison, who was, what is he, the Ivy League I don't know. Something or other. Something. I don't think he went to an Ivy League, but he does factually have an IQ of over 130. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah. That's great. He's like, yeah, good, good for fucking him. But he was like, um, my name is Griff Garrison. Like, that's not my name. And immediately in my head, I went to the Ting Ting song. That's not my name. Oh, wow. That's not my name. <laughs> like, I was like, God. Good goodness. Damn it. Damn it. They call me hell. They call me Stacy. And I was like, this is the fucking worst. Oh, my God. We had Britt Baker update next. Uh, Britt Baker wearing some uh, some great kicks, some great Nikes. Those look In really nice. In her Dooney and Bork style shirt. Yeah. Uh, never count Dr. out the Dooney role model. Dr. Dooney and Bork. Yes. Never count out the role model. Uh, just another great Britt Baker segment. They're all, they're all great. Um, and then we had this. Se- oh, my God. Now that I'm reading this, I completely forgot about how this segment ended and holy shit so we got taz and brian cage come out taz basically once again publicly apologizes to brian cage uh he says that cage came close to firing him and he says that it was a business decision he had a tiny dick guy move a business decision no the (laughs) firing taz oh I was like, what? Um, so uh, Taz, Taz's reasoning for throwing in the towel made sense. I figured that's what it would be. Um, but it, I thought it made sense. Um, Darby comes out. <laughs> With a skateboard that has their faces on it. So yes. we know it's real. So, Dar- Dar- <laughs> good, so lame. good Lord. Darby is standing at the top of the entrance ramp. He walks down. Which is where everyone gets fucked up. He walks down two steps and is standing. I want to say maybe like two to three feet from the ring ropes and out of nowhere, like this people. Oh, he blindsided him. No, straight up. Ricky Starks comes flying out of nowhere. It flies 
full speed into Darby Allen, and Darby Allen hits the ropes so fucking hard. I was like, holy shit. And then they throw him in the ring, and at, at one point I'm like, he's legitimately knocked out. He was dead weight in there. They And they continue to just fuck him up. The power bomb that Cage gave him was insane as well. And I think it came out that, that Darby does have a concussion. I mean, well, yeah, if he didn't, that would be magic. Um, I mean, but the thing I'm worried about is he's supposed to wrestle on Wednesday. And I don't think a week is enough to pass concussion you protocol. See, you, well, they'll announce it if it got changed. Yeah, they will. So I'm not, but man, he just got absolutely fucked up. Moxley comes for the save with the barbed wire bat. And you know, as he does. Holy shit. Uh, and then AEW announced the Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament. It, it is uh, subtitled The Deadly Draw. And that makes me think that maybe this could be a lethal lottery style, um, which is one of my favorite worst gimmicks of all time where you have the is bad that guys what, yes so the, is it what i said it is it is drawing oh my these. god yes yeah. bitch this is good reality television tropes right here yeah so it, it's the it it's like teams are randomly drawn from a hat and they have to fight basically the original lethal lottery was a tournament and i think the next one was all the winning teams went into a battle royal and the person who won received the battle bowl ring i can't remember it was really weird but i mean half of that idea is great and it looks and how, like AEW's doing that how are they going to do that if some of the women can't even be there i don't know but they said what, what six, awesome kong uh, that's a great question i don't know but they said what 16 they they probably have 16 they have uh, enough. yeah they, yeah it's about time for women to rise above that shitbag trope of not getting along. Yeah. Because there's more to us than that. Mm -hmm. There definitely is. So it's, you know, it's going to be, we'll, we'll see on how, how well people have chemi like the chemistry and the hookups and stuff like that. Is yeah. Britt Baker going to be ready by them? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. She would make a terrible partner. Uh, uh, Penelope Ford would also be an awful partner. Wow. Am I wrong? I think she's a good wrestler. No, I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler. I'm saying she would make a bad partner. Oh, yeah, could. I could see that. Um, Chris Jericho's saying some stuff. He's mad. He's a mad guy. And then he goes and says the Luchasaurus isn't a real dinosaur, and I was shook. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Fully, How dare. fully gagged and gooped, John. How dare. How dare. <laughs> Uh, up next, we had the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and they in the kitchen. <laughs> Admirable of them to keep their side jobs of being a butcher and whatever a blade is. It's a knife. They're both knives. Does he does he use the blade to get as a butcher? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I do remember you um uh abbreviating them as b and b and the first thing i saw was bed and breakfast and yeah. now that's all i think when i see them i'm like i'm just gonna call them bed and breakfast from now well, on Well, which one's bed and which one's breakfast <laughs> does it matter no i guess not um i love that butcher's still wearing this apron I, like halfway I feel like through the butcher match would be breakfast because he looks like a big breakfast guy there you go big breakfast <laughs> remember big breakfast i do he's still going strong <laughs> still going strong big breakfast <laughs> Matt Jackson hit an Arabian face buster at one point, which is basically just a leg drop with a, a chair or some sort of item. And I he went, sat on it. Yeah. I was, was like, it a chair. It was a tray. It was a tray. It, you know? And, yeah. He just, he just like stuck it under his butt and then like, 
sat on him or something. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I have a note that says, I'm pretty sure the blade is dead. That's all I have. I don't know what it that's was about. when he, he dove out of the ropes back when they were back in the arena and he completely missed. Oh, yes. And just absolutely fucking ate shit like crooked. I think he was diving like to like spear somebody into a table or something and he fucking ate shit and it looked horrible. Yeah. But there was a couple moments where they kicked the shit out of him where they did super kick. They double super kicked him and then he just rose off into the heavens. Yes. On the escalator. Yes. Oh, my so, God. Um. And then it was, it was very, it was very Looney Tunes. Yeah. I mean, the end of the match was them <laughs> setting up the butcher and the blade on the ramps on tables. And then they um, climbed up the entrance ramps and did Swanton in a, I think a elbow drop. Who even knows? They Who just knows? dig young. It was crazy. My, I, I realized in the middle of this match, what are they going to do when they're old? No, idea. are they just going to be the bucks? I would hope so. Because it's not like the backstreet boys where they can still call them like backstreet boys right i mean they're technically still boys but mm -hmm. young bucks if they're not young anymore that doesn't make any sense they yeah. just be the bucks no, i don't know this this is my thought process when watching this yeah so oh boy um <laughs> up next we had a segment that i had no hope for and then it became absolutely amazing we had lance archer and jake the snake roberts uh just walking through the backstage area and then lance goes yeah, it's a parking garage, basically. He's like, watch this. And he just goes into this locker room area. He doesn't area. even say watch this. He just grabs him and drags him somewhere. He goes into this locker room area and then just starts beating the shit out of all of these dudes while Jake Roberts is cutting a promo. And I... In the background, you couldn't even see Jake Roberts. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just like he was doing a voiceover for for the carnage that was happening it was hilarious like lance archer just popped this dude through the ceiling panel he like launched him up through the ceiling panel it was amazing i yeah. was like why have i never seen that before but then again when you have low ceilings take advantage of that it was quite funny yeah it was great i i really enjoyed and i believe jake roberts said that he and lance archer were just sitting around like furniture and they were sick of it well he's sitting around like furniture because he's fucking old true I don't know where my hatred of old people came from. It just like came out I don't of nowhere know. when we started recording, man. Yeah, very weird. Very weird. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I think I'm sick of them because I'm stuck at home with them. Possibly. Um. Up next, we had Diamante. Everybody can. Everybody can order off the senior menu except me, and I think it's getting to me. Well then. Uh. Up next, we had <laughs> Diamante versus Evilise, and um. I I like Diamante. Um. This match. This just ain't it. This match was not great. Um, there was one point when they cut to a picture in picture of a of a big swole interview, and I was like, "Oh, don't do that!" But I was watching the picture in picture of the match, and I went, "Oh, it's probably a good idea they did that because this part of the match was super rough." And I didn't get any of the. You watch it live, right? Yeah. Or you have it pre-recorded. You have it recorded. Yeah, I no, have to yeah. watch it off the TNT website, and they don't do the split screen. Oh like during the commercial breaks and stuff. So there are parts of the match, the matches that I do miss. Mm -hmm. I did not watch this match in general, mostly because I have a personal grudge against Ivelisse. Yeah, that's fine. She's yeah, not great. Uh, anyway, pretty much a piece of shit, but uh, up next we had Alan five angels. as He was announced, which is uh, probably not um, the best way to announce him uh, taking on hangman page um, five. I, I love hangman page uh, with his two masks. Um, a reveal into a reveal, yes, John. Yes, a reveal. Um, a reveal. 
Um, five has a great chest tattoo because I love me a good octopus ship ocean combo. It is very cliche, but it works. But it always makes for a beautiful picture. Yeah. I love octopi are one of my favorite animals. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I like this. Also, man, you are very short. So it was just like. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was it was interesting to watch. He also kind of reminded me of like there was a wrestler in Chikara that kind of looked like that with the mask and everything. That was like a less weird version looking of Delirious. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't even know either. Sorry. All good. Uh, Delirious um, confirmed piece of shit. Yes. Um, um, Hangman Adam Page was just absolutely fucking this kid up. He hit him with an elbow strike and the boot. Both of them. And he did a boot more than once, but we've already established on this podcast, and I think people can agree that a move can give you a mini orgasm. So, like, yeah, that. Yeah. It was, holy fuck. Yeah, he kicked the shit out of him. It was great. Five did really good. He did. He looked great in this match. He also looked great in that match that they kept mentioning um, with him and Omega back a couple of months ago. He got some, he got like a high, like a high kick in there. It yeah. was really nice. I mean, um, I just realized that the fact that they have numbers, how many of them are there? Um, so we have um, the original Dark have Order. We have yeah. the other tag team, which is John Silver and, um, yep, Alex Reynolds. Um, <laughs> then we have, um, I think, is his name 10? What is the other guy? Yeah, the, uh, I was like, but there's not 10 of them. Why is it? 10, 5, and then um, we have Brody, then technically Colt, which they did. 10s, 10s, 10s across yeah. the board. And then possibly um, that that women, that women woman's wrestler, who I can't remember her name at this moment, Anna J. Is it Anna J? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I was going to say, why do they have number names? Uh, cause that reminds me of the Umbrella Academy to which five is like the best character on the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, got, I think, five um, has got some stuff he needs to live up to because I, five on Umbrella Academy is so great. I think with the dark order, what really needs to happen is if you're going to have some of these guys wear masks, you need to, they can't have, don't call them by numbers, give them a different name completely and don't refer to them by their old names. Honestly, I think John Silver and Alex Reynolds should have different names and should just wear masks. Because right now I just look at them and think of uh, 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 Rita uh, or Ivan the Ooze's putties. Yeah, they don't feel like complete characters. And maybe that's another wrinkle here where it's like you are now complete. You've been um, promoted to bigger cult guy here's a new name or something i don't they're know. like wrestling stormtroopers or they're like young boys i don't know if they're like gaijin i don't know if that's i don't know but they got to figure it out because it's not it's not really working but this match was fine um let's talk about uh brody leash uh suit here my god Dude, red wine colored brilliance is that a toot oh yeah it was great like top to bottom I love that color. It's flat. Like maroon is a color that's flattering on everyone. Same with mustard yellow. Do not argue with me because I'm right. You're wrong. My God. Shut up. Uh, that was a Try Guys reference if anybody got that. So, uh, Bro- but yes, it was amazing. Brody uh, tries to convince Hangman to join. And he says, hey, man, I don't know if I'm ready to join a cult right now, which is very funny. Uh, FTR saves Hangman. By wasting a bunch of beer. Yeah. What a fucking waste. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then Omega comes out, baby shorts Omega. He comes out, and it's um, FTR gives Hangman a beer. Because they're enablers. Yeah, we'll see. Why? How did that beer not explode in his face? I have no idea. 
I don't know. Holy shit, man. Main event time. Jurassic Express versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Jake Hager decided he wanted to get actual wrestling gear. I week. honestly wanted him to wrestle in boat shoes and khakis. Actually, that would have been fine, too. And I, the more I watch... <laughs> and a Lacoste polo shirt. Yeah, the more I watch Hager wrestle, the more I just... Like, everyone's like, I want CM Punk to come back. I want him to be a wrestler. I don't want anyone who has been a wrestler and then went to go do MMA f- at a, at a full-time coming back. Because they just seem to suck. Like, Hager, he's just, like, not... He doesn't look like Jack he's also Swagger. He's just a shitty person. True, but he doesn't look like Jack Swagger at all. It feels like he does just does a limited move set. Same with Brock Lesnar. He left, came back, and is just like, I punch and kick and do F5, and that's it, and suplex. And do um, F5, ugh. Yeah, so it's like, I don't want CM Punk to come back because the track record for guys coming back after they go to do UFC is not great, so... I've had that thought during this, but anyway, this match was, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, it's always great to see uh Lucha express. I love Luchasaurus and jungle boy. They are both shined like shiny diamonds in this. So good. The smooth, just smooth moves all around. Yeah. I mean, everything Luchasaurus does is fucking smooth. It's great. Love it. Even jungle boy with his seventies stag movie. <laughs> like like sideburns i will say um, uh you know i was talking shit about hager but the flying forearm that jungle boy gave him and the sell by hager afterwards out of that oh my god that was great i love it when wrestlers like well it should be like that in general what i'll change it to is i hate it when they don't sell because that's disrespectful as fuck yeah but it was that's it such was a great burn sell. great sell it was it was a great sell um, I mean, this match was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, it ends with um, how do we say um, Serpentico? It ends with Serpentico hitting Luchasaurus, who was uh, bleeding from the ear, confirming that dinosaurs have ears. Yes, very true. Um, he hits him in the back of the head. He gets pinned, uh, and then it looks like uh, Serpentico has joined the inner circle. But it turns out that it is actually a returning. From his suspension, which didn't seem that long, uh, Sammy Guevara. When you look at him, though, yeah, like when it showed him, I was like, "That's Sammy Guevara," because he has beady little evil eyes. Yeah, like it makes it like really obvious. But yeah, that match was interesting. Um, Luchasaurus, like I've decided officially that I'm getting a Luchasaurus plushie because that's just the cutest thing I can imagine. Nice. And Luchasaurus is just like so fucking good. There you go. So, so goddamn good. Uh, so the inner circle just beats up um, Jurassic Express until Orange Cassidy and also the best friends come out. Orange Cassidy with his weirdly inappropriately hardcore music. Yeah, I hate it. It should be it's, as lazy as him. It needs to be. It needs to be just like a knockoff of his indie song, which is the greatest theme of all time. But whatever. <laughs> um. So they they uh. They chase off Inner Circle, and we end with uh, we end with Inner Circle flipping us all off, and that's how we end. Uh, did you not mention that Best Friends came out? I did mention that Best Friends came out, and then you didn't do what? Be- best Friends, which is is Trent and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. My heroes. They came out. Coming out. out. Uh, goddamn, Trent looked cooked as fuck. <laughs> did you see the picture of him next to uh, jungle boy jungle boy posted it and he was like my tan oh my god like his skin was concerningly brown he looked like a hash brown 
Amazing. Which is which is a part of his charm. Like, yeah. And he gets spray tan. Like they spray tan him. There's so many pictures of uh Chuck spray tanning him in a random hotel bathroom. My god. So like, this the best. This week on Impact, we're going to get Trey Miguel versus Eddie Edwards for the Impact Wrestling World Championship. And the Good Brothers make their Impact debut against Reno Scum. My two dads. Then we have uh, the Dark Order, which is uh, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno taking on Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for the AEW World Tag Team titles. We then have Hikaru Shida defending the AEW World's Women's Championship against Diamante, who won that match that we didn't um, actually mention, but she ended up winning. Good. Uh, in an our podcast match, a tornado tag team match, it's going to be John Moxley and Darby Allen taking on Team Taz, as they are being called now, bringing God that back. Name as well um we build assassins i believe is what the catchphrase for team taz is and uh frankly i love it it's gonna be brian cage and ricky starks Too many words we're gonna have it cody sounds like an emo band that would be in warp tour we're gonna have cody defending the aew tnt championship against the motherfucking war horse yeah very excited for this all notes for that match will be in all caps in honor of warhorse absolutely and then we will have a 10-man tag the inner circle taking on trent chuck taylor you just made the list orange cassidy jungle boy and luchasaurus imagine chuck taylor imagine not pushing the button when you mentioned chuck taylor i just pushed it I know, but imagine I would even push it in conversation, like in real life in my head. You my just God. made the list every time you mention him. My God. You better do that from now on. Yeah, okay. I'll be checking in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, we, we have some questions. I would just like to get through them quickly because I has stuffs to do. What People do we got to here? See. We're we also they're, wearing a mask. They're all also from 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 Jaren. Jaren asks, uh, "Do you guys think this would be considered the golden age of wrestling right now?" No. <laughs> well, it depends on what you mean by golden age. Yeah, I think technically the golden age would have to be the the nineties at this point. ECW, WCW, WWF. Because it, it depends on what you mean by golden age in terms of golden age being uh, quality or popularity so yeah which i so, yeah, yeah i don't so like yeah quality as far as like the like um uh, what's the like what's the word oh boy so as far as just like the the all of the things that they have to offer or like popularity like mainstream popularity yeah but uh yeah it really depends on what you mean by that i would have to say it's the 90s is that based on because when i think golden golden age i think like a while ago yeah i was gonna say is this based on nostalgia sure sure why not um <laughs> make a trios team using guys from different promotions give them a name nope we don't have time for that right now we'll do that next week we'll forget to do it next week is that's we fine uh one more <laughs> who is someone you'd love to see aew bring in for the open challenge um jaren's answer is chris dickinson isn't which is it? great it is yeah <laughs> Chris Dickinson would be great. I think that's very cool. I want Danhausen because I want him to come in from the ceiling on two very visible ropes, like guitar playing wizard SpongeBob in that one episode. Yeah, hell yeah, that just would be cool. lowered in from the ceiling. That would be the funniest thing in the world. 
Um, I wouldn't mind seeing <gasps> Fred Ye high. I think that'd be fun. Because he is what? He's that high. He's how high? Damn it. He's Ye high. high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that would be interesting. Also, um, I saw Matt Tremont uh, message Cody. and Confirmed I'm, really cool dude, by the way. I am 100% here for Matt. Matt Tremont is the dude. That is for sure. I would be down with that. That would be great. That would be very cool. I think it would be hilarious to see Nick Gage. Nick Gage um, would be great. Um, he, and he says someone that you would hate to see. And so far, um, I don't know. I haven't been like, ugh. And there's nobody that I would be that I'm thinking of. Like, I mean, I hate to see TJP. Obviously. Oh my god, that would be awful. That would be real bad. Please don't do that. <laughs> Basically, I would hate to see anyone who has been. Uh, who has been outed as being a piece of shit. How about that? Which there I don't go. think they would. They fucking better TJP's, not. TJP's like real life personality gimmick is just a piece of shit. Yeah. I am. I am. What's the word? Confute. No, I don't understand why I'm so lenient on him. I don't know either, but we don't have time to figure that yes, out right we now. Don't. So um, that is the show for this week. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault. You can follow Jim Jam Pingalo at JP Thrice. Took you way too long. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and still SoundCloud. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash notlg if you want to support us monetarily. We would appreciate that. But also, just uh, go support go support Nick Gage because it seems like he he has a broken ankle and that's not great. Um, you can, you know, just search Nick Gage merch and you'll find his merch. Or go or to get Cameo. A cameo. Get a Cameo from him. Because that's just like a great idea right there. It is. It's great. And so he, good. He'll pump you up and motivate you and it's good stuff and you, you're helping him out and he's helping you out. Nick M Gage is going to single-handedly get us through this year. MDK all fucking day. So there you go. Nerd or death kill? Nerd or death kill. What a great tag team. <laughs> My God. The Oval Team Dream. What a great... That... Oh... Now, he, you know what? He oh. would be great. He would be a great uh, challenger for Cody, too. That would be... Gay, gay Tannic Panic. That would be great. Effie? <laughs> Effie. Effie would be great. Oh my Effie would be... There's a ton of people that they could get. Uh, Effie with a pink spiky jacket. I would lose my fucking mind. That would be great. God be damn. But that's all the time we have for this week. So join us again next week when we'll be talking Dynamite and Impact. There's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will... Bring the bell! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.